And we have numbers whenever you're ready, sir. All right, guys. Welcome to Cleveland Moto, episode number 383. Ooh. Light them up, boys. Oh, nice. Sorry, you're faking it. I'm drinking a chocolate milkshake with peanut butter in it, thanks to Chris Smith. Went on a little thunder run before the podcast. Yeah, Got us all of our carbohydrates, our sugars, and our cow juice. Got us going. Uh, we got, you know, fresh pot going on the thing. We're, we're looking rocking good. Ooh. To my immediate to my immediate left is... Oscar. To his immediate left is... Steve Sleepy. And to his... Dan Krupke. And to his... Chris Smith. And to his... Johnny Mac. And no grumpy sewer guy tonight. He was also AWOL for AMA Vintage yeah. Day, so we don't know. He might be into decoy ducks or something. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> we may have lost him. Uh, sad, but true. Man overboard. And your humble narrator, Unky Phil Waters. So we are hot on the heels of AMA Vintage Days. In fact, if you listen to the podcast I dropped a day or so ago, that was Liza um, coordinating for our uh, group group between the Motorcycles and Misfits, NoCo Moto, and Cleveland Moto. Now, as usual, the AMA fucked up the listing. <laughs> Despite there was only one fucking misfit there. Right. Do you think they listed it as the Cleveland Moto Podcast? No. No. They didn't list it as the Cleveland Moto Podcast and guests. They listed it as the Motorcycles and Misfits. Well... How much did she love that shit? She loved it. Yeah. She no, I think loved it. I think it, it said like she got Liza Miller's podcast. Liza Miller's podcast. Like, and then on the right. little fine print, yeah. it was like fine Cleveland print. Moto. And With Moto guests Go. from Cleveland Moto. <laughs> so yeah, long and short. It was a lot of fun, uh, despite there being a top 10 thing, which again, you guys know, we fucking hate top 10 lists. Hate them. We don't do those. We don't no. do those. And top five John, lists. John really didn't do it. John, John was so so salty with that. Uh, I'm kind of in postpartum depression right now from leaving mid-Ohio. Yeah, yeah post-rally a, depression, yeah, PRD. Yeah, yeah. yeah post-rally depression is a real thing. And Whose blower is that? But my stuff. fucking God, we had a good time. Yeah. Um, it was crazy. As usual, it lived up to the hype. Yep. Banner year. Every year, we somehow convince people to come to mid-Ohio that had never been there before. We had several podcast listeners come and find oh, yeah. us Man, you know, in our bad a neighborhood, yeah. in our FEMA recovery tent. <laughs> ten. Our, our FEMA recovery camp was populated. It was so much easy up. So much easy up in one place. But you know what was cool this year? Yeah. All the listeners that came this year yeah. were cool. Fantastic. Like, I mean, not that most of them aren't usually, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we yeah, yeah. had some psychotic psycho nut jobs come around. And this year we had none. Mm. Everybody was super, super fucking cool. cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. And Mike made us breakfast for three days. Fucking yeah. Day. Our new neighbor, wow. Mike, he was a win. win. Yep. He likes his, uh, he likes his Kirkland bourbon. Yeah. He likes his Kirkland bourbon. He's not afraid to drink it. Um, he was rocking around in a Yamaha two stroke for ever so long. He won a trophy. An AT1. For, and, yeah. And he won yep. a trophy for it. This yep. beautiful bike. Yeah. And he rocked the hell out of it. Well, once he found out the bourbon was free, he, enjo oh he enjoyed a lot of it. <laughs> he was he was in rare form. Yeah, he but was, he was still up at seven a.m. making yeah. breakfast, man. Like, yeah, I don't know how it works. Coffee and breakfast every morning. Yeah, that guy's he's. Yeah. But yeah. he was there till two thirty. Get him on the payroll. Yeah, yeah, that was, guy. Yeah. And he provided with a breakfast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. made up for. It. He didn't just take. He gave mm. a lot. He gave a lot. Yeah, yeah. He Thanks, gave Mike. And gave. Yeah. God bless you, Mike. Uh, it was so much fun, so many listeners, and that's the thing that I do want to stress is because of these podcasts, we do get new human beings coming to Mid-Ohio, coming to AMA Vintage Days, who'd never even thought about going, and the the NoCo Moto team 
turned it up. They mm-hmm. brought a goddamn camper with a U-Haul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They left with more bikes than they showed up with. <laughs> yep. Go figure. Yep. And they had to take apart the Honda Gyro delivery scooter because it wouldn't fit on the trailer in that <laughs> configuration. So I see them rocking around that giant box. Like, what are you going to do with that? It was pretty cool. I'm going to hand the mic off because I got a yeah. delivery. He, uh, those guys but, actually put some miles on that fucking thing, too. Oh, yeah. Kind of oh, neat. it never stopped going. No. Yeah. yeah. I saw it on the ground once or twice, too. After yeah. the, after the, the, the mid afternoon deluge that he, we. He did actually get some pizzas and, and sell some out of the Did back. he really? Oh, he did? <laughs> yeah, he threw a couple in there and I think he took around. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think people, you're right. people were like, you got any more of them pizzas? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I said. Like, next year, if he brings a pizza oven in that fucking thing, he can make a shit ton of money, man. I've got an oven in the RV. I mean, we could heat up pizzas and. He, yeah. Keep, he did take it also on the, on the barrel rolls, right? Yo, the, it the was barrel races. It, that thing went everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah everywhere that cool. it shouldn't. Yeah, it did. That was great. So, anybody buy anything this year besides I, uh, you? This year <laughs> <laughs> at Mid Ohio, I, I did not. No, no, John. Uh, I didn't buy anything, but I came home with a free buddy scooter. No, oh, nice, nice. With a title. Explain well, you did that get, one. Please. Well, he got thirty-seven bikes running and sold them for Phil. So well, I think I would rather hear it from John. I was giving him props. So I got 37 bikes running for Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say I don't think 37, but I I think about 14 bikes. Yeah. Between the ones that I worked, you know, helped Phil out with, and oh, other yeah. people, and whispering that I did. Yep. Yeah. 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 You got a couple bikes that Phil was like, it's probably not going to run, but if you want to fuck with it, and then all of a sudden it's like duh, 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 that's duh, blown up. Yeah. 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 So you definitely, John did his magic. I'll say that much. Every single bike I think that I said was blown up and didn't run. John calls me. I'm in the hospital. I'm over at the ER getting stitched up. I got to hear that one too, by the way. I'm getting reports. Oh, we're in, we're in our swap meet spot riding around these bikes that you said were blown up. Yep. And every time you guys would give me an update, it was another running bike. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm doing, you know, I'm like, I'm like, man, I, I can just hear the price tags going up and up and up <laughs> in my head. Like, ka-ching, ka-ching. Hey, we got a buyer for this. Yeah. We got a buyer. That I, yeah. I just, I knew you were going to be at the hospital. Right. And I, and I knew all we, all we had a chance to do on Thursday was dump the bikes off. So I said yeah. to Dustin, who is a very good mechanic, oh, yeah. too. Yeah. I'm like, let's just run over there and try to organize that and see what we can do just to try to kickstart the whole swap meet thing. And mm-hmm. turns out we were able to get a number of the bikes. We triaged them. We only brought home two bikes. Yeah. Yeah. And we took like 11 or 12 bikes to sell, 13 bikes to sell. So you guys killed it. We sold all this old iron. We sold all this shit we didn't want. Hey, listeners, would you like to hear a joke? Phil. Oh. Oh, it's in the <laughs> hospital. My, my saying was, our prices are so low, they're lower than possum pussy. <laughs> yeah, yes, he did. And they giggle like. <laughs> so, for anybody who hasn't heard the story, uh, one of the I bikes, have not. Yeah, one of the bikes in question. Thursday night, we weren't even in the bag yet. We weren't no. even close to the bag. <laughs> We were still making shit happen. We were still unloading stuff and kind of got our camp built a little bit. And we're kind of looking around for something to stab with a screwdriver. And uh, I'd taken a look at this Sherco, you know, a Sherco uh, 290X-Ride. A Sherco 290X-Ride is a a very fucking cruel mistress. And uh, I got this one from a friend of ours as a a weird trade, you know, like a nine-level trade a few years ago. And... uh, it's a 2015, and I got the thing with like 200 miles on it. 
And so first year I got it, I didn't ride it or anything. I just, just had it. And there's, you know, I don't really want to ride. And X-Ride's dual sport. It's legal on the street. It's street legal. But it's almost like a trials bike too. So it's a very, it's a very unique bike. Yeah. It's a, it's a very strange bike. The gearing's crazy. The torque is crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the Sherco X-Ride is a very weird bike. 290 CC two stroke. And it's got a serious attitude problem, okay? <laughs> I mean, it it would just as soon rip your face off as look at you. And it's a tall bike. It's very tall. It's very, tall. It's a very, very tall bike. Yep. It sits real tall. Um, it's just a big machine. And it's a big machine for people who know how to ride trials bikes and know how to ride dirt bikes and all that other cool shit. I'm neither of those people, right? I'm not good at any of those pursuits. When The stuff you just talked about right there, that's not me. That's not what I do. So... It's a big machine. It's a happy, you know, it's happy to go along and rip your fucking leg off. So it's got the, it's French, which means everything's wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's got a poop shoot. It doesn't have a muffler. It literally has like a poop yeah. shoot in the it's middle of Monsieur the It's Monsieur Poop to shoot le le. Yeah, it is. And the kickstart stroke on it is about four and a half inches because the kickstarter swings down and hits the fucking peg. So like you can't Uh-oh. get a full travel kick on it either. It's got this little short wussy wussy kick. Like... But you can't be wussy-wussy about it because it's a 292 stroke. So you do kind of have to give it a boot. And I was wearing my... Uh, One good kick gives you about maybe two pops. Yeah, and I was wearing my, like, Merrill uh, crawling around on wet rocks shoes, right? I was wearing these, like, Moab, you know, hippie shoes. Not anything resembling a motocross boot. And I was wearing some BDU shorts, you know, I had my, had my drinking shirt on kind of thing. Like, was not ready to go around on a fucking trials bike or a dirt bike. So we pull the seat off of it as you do, because that's where the air goes in. And we shot 11 cents worth of ether down into it and gave it three kicks. The first kick was rather pathetic, I'll admit it. The second kick, getting better. The third kick had throttle wide open and motherfucker, she lit. And she lit like there was no tomorrow. Happy, happy, happy to be running again after three years of not running in my warehouse. And I brought it to Mid-Ohio last year, and I didn't ride it at all. Didn't, didn't, I mean, pulled it out, leaned it against the fence, and couldn't bring myself oh, yeah. to sell it, couldn't bring myself to put a price tag on it, and I actually didn't want to talk to people about it. I just thought, you know what? It's a street-legal-ish bike. I'm going to ride it around and get to know it. So I'll just take it home with me if it doesn't start up. I kicked it. Well, you could tell it would be a magnet for a conversation yes. that you don't even can't even have because it's like, I, right, and I don't know shit about trials bikes, so uh, and I don't want to. So <laughs> it's going around, and so we only saw one other running Sherco. It's a very rare brand, right? And so, uh, so third kick, she lights up. She's angry. We get her settled down. We get her settled down good enough. It's actually holding a fucking idol. I'm pretty happy about that. So me being me, don't bother putting the seat on, John. This is a trials bike. Just throw the, let's just put the bitch in gear and ride it around, take a few victory laps and see if we can figure out where the idol's going to be and, you know, make it happy. Now, I didn't take a look at any air in the tire and haven't done for at least three years. I didn't go through any maintenance whatsoever. There was about a half a tank of gas in it from three years ago. And it lit and it was happy. And so uh, lit and it was happy. Well, I, I, as soon as I snicked it down into first gear, the discussion was over. 
<laughs> the fantasy about riding this bike in a controlled fashion had just ceased to exist. As soon as I snicked it down into first gear, with Chitral's bike, first gear is like a negative 14 to 1 gear ratio. It, it's, it, it might as well go backwards. So snicking it into first gear, it just instantly engaged the back tire. Any other bike probably would have just stalled. Abs, I guarantee mm-hmm. any other motorcycle on God's green earth would have stalled. But not a trials bike. I knew when you took off because yep. that's where this is going. <laughs> this is going. <laughs> it was in gear. It was in it gear. It did not stall. Right. You took off. I uh, just took off. I didn't have I'm any like, choice. That was interesting. Yeah. And I noticed when you kicked it in gear, yeah. it did a full tire rotation. Yes. It, yeah. Without moving. No. Oh. No, I was I was standing oh. up on the pegs. And, and it started was, going. And yeah. then you jumped on. Right. And just went with it. Yeah. Which it's, was good on you. Yeah, I mean, well, like, I mean, hey. never met a horse I couldn't ride. Yeah. And uh, so, so he was riding it. And I'm like. I wonder when it started leaving without me, I was like, I better get on there. It probably better if I was on that bike than off that bike. So I just jumped on it real quick and I stood up on the pegs and just rode it around. And first gear, obviously no problem whatsoever. Second gear, no problem whatsoever. But it became very evident that that hydraulic clutch I was using was doing nothing. Yeah. That's at what all. I, after you took off, I'm like, I wonder if his clutch is stuck because your clutch had just yeah. been stuck. Yep, on yep, your yep, yep. Yep. And I kept riding it, and I realized I had no clutch. Third gear didn't matter. Fourth gear didn't matter. There's no clutch. But that's what you're supposed to do. Right. That's how you break them loose. That's how you break them loose. So I kept wheeling it. No problem. Wheelie it. No problem. Wheelie it. No problem. I could slow it down to less than one mile an hour and no clutch. But it didn't care because as soon as you cracked it, a front end just came up and the way it went. I was like, well, it's not too bad, right? As long as I don't ever have to stop. And then on my eighth lap or ninth lap, I came around the corner by our friends from Louisville and the big party tent. And as I came around the corner, unfortunately, I saw what I didn't want to see, which is like a Abbott and Costello movie, which is I see a truck backing up with a Coleman pop-up trailer on it, backing up at, you know, negative 12, you know, feet per hour. And it's moving real slow and it's taking up all the real estate. So I was like, well, you know, Second gear is what I was in. And I was like, well, I bet you, I'll bet you if I slow this thing down enough that I'll just snick it into neutral like a cool guy and I'll snick it into neutral and I'll just wait for this fucking trailer to back up and get out of my way. But he had kind of the whole lane taken up. So I was like, okay. So I, I went to snick it down into neutral. I apparently overshot neutral and went straight to first. And when I went to first, the bike said, ah, we love first gear. Giddy up. First gear is the thing that we're meant to do. We're unstoppable. We are literally unstoppable in first gear. And that's what it should be called. Sherco is Italian or French for unstoppable in first gear. So that bike, <laughs> that bike fucking first geared itself. Now here's where I get a little angry. Cause I immediately reached out with my hand to hit my kill switch. Cause it was clearly not stopping. So I reach out to my hand to hit the kill switch and uh, the, the French moved the kill switch for some strange reason to the place that is the flash high low, the flash to pass location on every other motorcycle on planet <laughs> Earth. Yep. So when I was about to hit the back of that trailer... I didn't think it'd be really handy to flash my lights at somebody right now. <laughs> Although he appreciated so, it. I mean, it's not even on the right-hand side. It's no. It's on the opposite it's side. It's on the left-hand side in a location that has only been reserved to be flashed to pass on every vehicle in the past 25 years. 
So when I was reaching around for the hardware on the right-hand side to do th- something, there is nothing. On the right-hand side of a Sherco, there is not a single control. There is just the throttle. So I'm stabbing around for nothing. Nothing's there. Because it's a trials bike that is street legal and they put the ignition on as an afterthought, the key is located behind the headlight in a location that you cannot operate without needle nose pliers. (laughs) So reaching in to turn the key would be like if you dropped your keys down a sewer cap and you had to reach in there to turn them off, right? So that wasn't happening. And this all went through my head in about three and a half feet. And then, dunk. Then I ran into the side of the trailer. But the problem was, the motorcycle stopped suddenly. But my 210-pound torso didn't stop so suddenly. It went forward and down, forward and down, forward and down, just like the Zapruder film, back and to the left, back and to the left. And the the magic bullet in this case was a quarter-inch, 90-degree angle by one-inch long L-shaped hook that holds the seat oh. on. Ouch. Which the seat wasn't there for this, for this adventure. Sharp, isn't it sharpened a little no, bit? No, it's fucking bullshit. It is Blunt literally, force. I'm going to call it six to seven millimeters. Yeah. Round stock. It's legit. Round stock. Yeah. That goes one inch horizontal and one inch vertical as it's welded into the frame of the motorcycle. Mm. And of course it's pointing towards the rear of the motorcycle as though to just grab your scrotum. And, <laughs> and relieve you of it. Yikes. So fortunately, I missed, uh, I missed oh, the berries. that could have been such worse. I missed the berries by... An inch? Yeah. yeah. John knows this better than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, John, John got front row seats for that adventure. <laughs> My face right up in your... So, <laughs> of course, when this all happened, the motorcycle did eventually stall. So the motorcycle did eventually stall, and I reached down immediately and, and did what I knew because it hurt. Yeah. So I reached my hand down to the, where the hurt was, and I put my hand on the hurt real hard because I know a thing or two. And so I was applying direct pressure to the hurt, and uh, a couple of the guys from Louisville run over and have Phil, what's going on, man? What the hell? I, I was like, dude, fucking clutch is locked up on this bitch. I was trying to release it, and then trailer, you know, the world's slowest trailer out of fucking nowhere, right? Getting hit by this would have been like being hit by a glacier. There's no way to get run into by a glacier. I saw the glacier and I ran dead long into it. You're basically the Titanic. I had other things going on at the time, right? Yeah. So, you know, Titanic proves it can happen. Yeah. So I, so they're like, well, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm I'm really not okay. And so I pulled my hand off for one brief moment to kind of examine the situation. Because sometimes you never know whether you were just poked or whether you were stabbed Pinched or anything. Yeah. And in this case, I was gouged. Looked and like a fucking broken hydraulic line. Oh, <laughs> it did. My hand was red. My hand, my whole hand was red. There was nothing not red about it. And I could feel cold wind blowing on my ass. <laughs> considering pretty good considering it was 90 degrees. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. And so my buddy goes, dude, just fucking go to the aid station, go get taped up, do whatever you gotta do. And I'm like, no, man, I just ran into a dude's trailer. I'm not going anywhere. I gotta talk to the guy. And there's a guy driving the trailer with no shirt on, about a thousand years old, you know, Crypt Keeper stand in. And so, but he's like, he doesn't know I hit the trailer. So he's taken 73 more cuts to get it perfectly straight. So then I didn't know this, but the owner of the trailer, Levi, he comes walking up and he's like, dude, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm not okay. But I got to talk to this guy, I ran into his trailer. And he's like, that's my trailer. 
And I'm like, dude, I'm Phil. Nice from, to meet you, Levi. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm Phil from Cleveland. I'm good for it. Or, unless you want to have a long discussion, I got to go fig- figure out what's going on. And my other buddy's like, no, just fucking get out of here, man. So it's all in the pictures. And uh, so here's me. I'm a fucking hero, right? I'm not going to lay the bike down and walk home like an idiot. I've had my ass kicked at the schoolyard before. I've had people steal my bicycle. No, you get back on that bitch and you ride it home. So I got back on that bitch and I kicked it. <laughs> and lucky for me, it started. Woo! So then I was riding it around and the clutch still didn't work. But now I'm riding around with my left hand on an open fucking wound, right? Oh, yeah. So I'm riding it around with one hand. I got it in second gear. I realize it's not going to stall. I can't work the kill switch that's not where it should be because my left hand is busy keeping my chicken meat from falling out of my leg. Ah, fuck me running. So I do a couple of passes of a campsite, and I'm trying to get that neutral that we were talking about earlier. I was like, if I can just get neutral with no clutch... I'll just coast this baby in, put the side stand down, take my hand off the injury for a brief moment, get off the bike and proceed to be a hero and, and, and laugh it off as you do. I couldn't make it happen. So two, three laps of the campsite, I couldn't, I couldn't get it and I, I couldn't get neutral. I tried. So I said, fuck it. So I, I went the other way and I went into third. So I went into third I'd reconned a nice spot right next to John's trailer where I figured there was nothing else there and it looked like a nice soft piece of land to crash in. I lined the bike up and I waited until the, the, the coast was clear and I just rode it in on, a, on an idle and I rode it on an idle and when I got to the spot I wanted to crash, I just grabbed the front brake as hard as I could and I stepped to the right and I walked off that fucking bike like I was coming down you know, the stairs at prom. I walked off the bike, just left it. And as soon as the bike went horizontal, that bike let everybody know I was embarrassed. That bike did the mating call of mid-Ohio. It was... That sounds like somebody wrecked. Fucking rev limiter. And all the chickens came running. Everybody with a fucking penchant for blood and gore showed up. And so Haley came over and hit the kill switch. She figured it out because she's European. <laughs> shut the fucking thing off. So she shut the fucking thing off and they, they proceeded to getting it up vertical for whatever. And they're like, are you okay? Are you great? And I just walked over to the tent full of my people. And I said, is anybody here an EMT or higher? And no hands went up. So I said, John, you'll do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think I got a med kit in the RV. <laughs> Sleepy produced a med kit. I think John produced a med kit. Yep. I went into the trailer for privacy and dignity restoration. Got my trow down, which we, were destroyed. My favorite pair of shorts. We started taking pictures. And these motherfuckers instantly started taking pictures. As soon as I pulled my hand away. Why? I'm glad they did. Because in retrospect, once we had the med kits open and we, we were doing an inventory of our assets and liabilities, my asset was leaking blood all over the trailer. It wasn't that bad. I right. I, oh, right. Pressure right away. It must the really direct up. pressure helps all the time. Also, if you ever have an injury. I'd like to say, as <laughs> yeah. the video guy, I took no video. I did not want to do that. No, do you know who the guy with the camera was? The, the guy doctor, that we later found out was a doctor. That couldn't work on you because he was in a different state, which is just weird. Bullshit, dude. Good, no, Samar- no, I Good Samaritan that. law protects everybody. Yeah. I thought so, too. But anyway, yeah. he did give words of encouragement, <laughs> like, go to the hospital. Yeah. That was his one thing he kept saying. I would use duct tape if you had yeah, it. Don't, and then Pete's don't, wife don't kept saying the same thing. Pete's, I think Pete's wife is a nurse, and she kept saying the same thing. Go to the hospital. Yeah. 
Because, you know, I'm not a nurse, and I said, go to the hospital. Yeah, we all did. We all did. Everybody did. Like, so a piece of my that. leg fell out. Yes. And then John flicked it on me. I had a piece of fill on my face. Just <laughs> a little chunk of fat globule. <laughs> You should have fried uh, it up and ate it. Like you said, it's, if, so, if you're ve- you can eat it if you're vegan. Yeah, consent. Yeah, consent. Right? <laughs> so I was the only meat you've eaten in years is yeah, my, right. is Phil. Right? We're a lot closer now. <laughs> filet, of, <laughs> filet of Phil. No, I, you know what? The body of Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. The body of Phil compels you. Yeah. Uh, That's the most Christ-like thing I've ever had happen to and me. Technically, <laughs> and technically, my gooch was on your face. Yeah, so, yeah there's that too. Yeah. So, so I, would, I, I would describe the wound as about yeah. over an inch and a half. Oh, yeah. I could get, if I wanted to, I probably could have stuck it up to one knuckle. Uh, he had a know, third input. Through the skin, on. through the yeah. little bit of fat that you would normally have in the inside yeah. of your leg, yeah. down to the sinew. Yeah, I was in the sinew. A little bit of a yeah. flapper hanging off. It was oh, a flapper hanging off. It was, it was a nice It was hole. pretty it ugly. Was, yeah. Yeah, it was a gouge. I'm like about 10 stitches. Yeah, yeah. John called he it. He called it. John called yeah. it. John's the official stitch, the stitch witch. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we got a little gauze pad there and we got two different types of uh, tape. One type of tape that didn't stick to much. And then the other type of tape that even the doctors were like, what the fuck is this tape? <laughs> uh, the nurse who took the tape off of me later on at the hospital the next day, because, you know, you can't go to the hospital the same day. That's weird. Uh, so are you kidding me? No, 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 no. We we did it. We did. What a f- was the time period between when you? Well, I crashed at about knocked out and eight then you thirty went- p.m. Yeah, it was still light out, so I crashed at about eight or eight thirty. About eight, I think. Yeah, and then I whatever. Then yeah. we taped it up, and yeah. then we taped it up, and then I really started drinking, and uh, so I rubbed some alcohol on it from the inside. And then uh, I started the next morning. I made sure to wake up at 8 a.m. because that's when the Urgicare is open. And I called three Urgicares. Now, a little bit more about the dressing. Mm. We had a couple of four by four gauze pads. So we put some four by four gauze pads on it. Triple antibiotic. Last night. Put some triple antibiotic. Right around the it. outside. I didn't put not, yeah, not the in. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good enough, right? Didn't want that to. Can, Just a barrier yeah. to keep the germs as right. long as size. Build, there, a little, build a little fort yeah. around the wound yeah, yeah. so that mid-Ohio <laughs> can't get in there. <laughs> right. Right? And uh, I haven't had a tetanus sh- shot since before COVID because why would you, right? So that was a, a minor issue, but I'm not too worried about that. So anywho, so we tape it all up. But so one of the ideas that we have in the taping is because we've got some, you know, we got some gauze bandage and we got some mm-hmm. gauze tape mm-hmm. and we wrap it up. And then Sleepy's got this half an inch Marquita sod tape, <laughs> this fucking <laughs> super, super, super well, ultra it waterproof. It not was my amazing. personal tape. It was amazing. If I ever need to tape air to air, this is the tape I'm going to use. <laughs> this tape was so good that when we Fish. wrap the patch on, when we put the bandage on there with, you know, you know, two 12 inch sections of this tape, pretty good size dressing. And then we decided to, you know, there's no kill like overkill. So we just, we taped the fuck out of it. And then we did a couple of loops around it with the gauze, you know, and, and Michael fresh. Can though, you hold your junk up for me? please? Yeah. Fucking that's, that's something you want to hear from your friend. He's behind me working at the ass angle. And he's like trying to pass this stuff through, pass the gauze through in the inside of my leg. And he's like, can you lift your junk up for me, please? I got it. So, because he had to play through the rough. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what? When the ball's going towards the hole, you got to lift the flag out, right? Yep. And so that's what John did. Uh, he's a hero, my best friend forever. And, uh, and so then on top of that, we went and we found some gorilla tape. 
Yeah. And so we did Gorilla Tape over top of the whole thing, over top of the gauze, not right on my skin. And we did Gorilla Tape to give this sort of immobilizing factor. It worked really well. Well, it probably kept everything out of it, too, because that, that it's stops fucking gorilla water. Tape. And yeah, it it's, stops yeah. everything. Yeah. It stops bullets. So, again, <laughs> proceed to drinking. Cut off my drinking at about one or two in the morning, so I'm not. Nice there's no use going to the hospital if you've right. already been drinking. They're just going to park you. They're going to the park you anyway. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so it was a good idea not to go to the hospital that night. So the next morning, I call Urgent Care and I said, "Well, this is it. I've had a puncture wound in my crotch. So I've had a puncture wound in my crotch about, you know, an inch off my hours ago, an inch off my asshole, and two inches back from my scrotum. You know." Taint the balls, taint the asshole. That's where I was. I was tainted. And I, I said, so I'm going to need sutures. And they said, are you sure you're going to need sutures? And I said, I'm absolutely 100% positive. A doctor even said so. I'm going to need sutures. And they said, well, we got a problem because we have no lidocaine. <laughs> and I said, well, I've been accused of many things. I have done oral surgery no, with no Novocaine. I've done that, but I'm not going to take 10 stitches with no lidocaine. We would, we would do, what do you got? We would do fishing line before we would do 10 stitches and no lidocaine. I would do fishing line and booze before 10 stitches and no lidocaine. So anywho, so no lidocaine at the first urge care, call the second urge care. Second urge care says we have no sutures. I said, well, I'll tell you what, I'm just going to drive. You guys fucking suck. I'm going to drive past urge care number one on the way to urge care number two. I'll pick up some of the sutures they have that they don't have lidocaine go with, and then we'll turn back and I'll take some lidocaine that you've got to them, and you guys can both do sutures then. <laughs> I said, why is it that the first place has no fucking lidocaine and the second place has no stitches? They can't they afford said, their Ohio, dude. It's mid-Ohio weekend. We've had a 1,000 people come in. And well, it turns care. out. There's a thing called ink in the clink. And it turns out that ink in the clink is what's called the incarceration festival. It happens at Mansfield Reformatory Prison. It is a music and tattoo festival in break and includes corn disturbed breaking benjamin evan sense danny wilmer presents lamb of god papa roach seether falling in reverse in three days grace Fuck yeah. this is the band <laughs> that was playing at ink in the clink a tattoo and music festival i wonder how many monster energy tattoos there were at that show all, all of them, them. <laughs> and of course the mansfield ohio state reformatory reformatory <laughs> uh the reformatory is where they filmed shawshank redemption oh, no the right right and the shirko tore Yes, the Shirko Dormy, the the Shirko Shank Redemption. So the reason that these guys didn't have any sutures and they didn't have any fucking lidocaine is because the weekend before they gave like 400 fucking stitches to all the people in the mosh pit. And the doctor even told me. So, Chris. As a former owner of two urgent cares, no yeah. fucking excuse for that dog shit. There's no excuse for that dog shit. So the, like they said, they both ran out of lidocaine and sutures. So I got in touch with Mansfield Hospital, got in touch with the actual emergency room there, explained to them what I had going on, and they were very sweet, lovely people. I drove the extra 15 miles, and I got there, and I uh, stopped little Wendy's on the way, you know. You know. <laughs> so I got there, and I walked in. I mean, in. I was like, we're not that far. You could just drive all the way That's back home That's what John, John was like, just like, drive home. And go I was to like, the Cleveland Clinic. Right, yeah, and have the best Don't care fucking anywhere. fucking go to the clinic. Well, but long and short of it is it was better than two places that had no sutures and lidocaine. Mm. So I went to Mansfield, and they were wonderful people. And I got there, and they were super sweet. 
And I said, they said, well, where have you been? Because we had figured out we didn't want Where have you been? Well, we didn't want to tell the people this was a motorcycle-related injury as to not affect the statistics in the United States Ah. of America, right? We don't need any more black eyes for motorcycling as a sport or vocation. Good man. So we had lots of fun stories about, like, bicycling injuries and shit like that and whatever. (gasps) And then we were, you know, so I basically got there and the lady goes, oh, Wow. Oh, were you down at AMA Vintage Days? <laughs> Are you kidding me? She was straight up with me. Because Fuck. by the time I had gotten there Friday morning, we'd already had a helicopter land. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And a parade of goddamn ambulances. Yep. So wow. the entire Toy Troy Township Volunteer Fire Department showed up with all their toys because somebody got ejected from a high-speed golf cart and got their head crushed by a side-by-side. That's the thing that happens at Mid-Ohio now. Day Whoa. one. Day one, Thursday night. Woof. Thursday yeah, night. You know what's yeah. sad is that we found out, because everybody was making fun of the guy, like, eh, dumbass, whatever. Found out he's been going to Vintage Days for 23 right. years. Yeah. He's like an and old And now school. he's dead? No, not no, yet. No, no, no. Not yet. There might have been no. a GoFundMe or something, though, that I saw. Right, no, something he, kicking around. His head got, it, it was pushed in. Yeah, like, they said got, there was yeah. skull showing. Yeah, pumpkin head, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so not good. Five days after yeah. Halloween, they they rolled the they turned too fast, and the yeah. guy was you know don't fucking do that. No, well yeah. there was a lot. I would say there were far more side by side and golf cart related crashes this year. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of our friends had come out and said like, "No man, a guy in a side by side came around a corner in the campsite and ran over three motorcycles." Um, side by sides have gotten themselves whether or not they want it. What is a side by side? Just from my own well, edification. Yeah. Giant dune buggy. You know, like the big razor things, the the, the twenty thousand dollar dune buggies with the big wheels no, and twenty thousand. Well, I mean, they that's like that's, starting that's a decent price. starting place. For, well, for like the insane one, but it's yeah, this yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, it's this kind right. of thing. And there were everything there from what would consider to be very mundane side by sides to shit that yeah. was no no shit nine feet wide, right. ten feet wide. There was one guy that must have had an internal penis because. <laughs> His side by side was all the bigness, like custom rooms. Um, and it shit. was yeah, yeah, yeah. violent, and yeah. and he had all the stuff, and that's what side by sides are. It's a real, it's a real boon to the power sports industry, and they like to play like really bad metal music yep. on mm-hmm. uh, things really loud in campsites. Jimmy Buffett, fast. no, 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 no. Whatever a click, side... click, boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a Can-Am Maverick X3, which I saw a few of these running around. See? That's twenty thousand dollars. Thank you. Starting price. And then you put another 8,000 worth of speakers into it, and then you jack it up and turbo kits, lift kits, and everything else. But to Dan's point, there are $50,000, $60,000 versions of that. Right. And as you can see in this image, there's, you know, four giant subwoofers built into the top of it. Um, This is a place for rednecks to spend their money, and it's a curio cabinet with wheels. Um, It's some way to just one-up your friend's for fucking Rednecks with paychecks. Yeah. And so the turbo is $26,000. Now, now don't get me wrong though. Right. Like right, Dan right. will attest. Yeah. If you're out in the middle of the desert or you go to Wellsville, oh, they're perfect. They're yeah. fucking amazing yeah. vehicles. We're not dogging the vehicle itself. However, however, p- p- you know, a placement is everything. Wrong venue. Yeah. Right. Wrong, wrong venue. venue. Thank yeah. you. Well, a lot so, of people were posting up. I mean, I need to take my side by side because I'm handicapped. $34,000 is the price that you can buy a, a purchase price at the dealership for a Can-Am. Literally, that, that's no options. That's just the Can-Am is $34,000 for the X3 RS Turbo. It doesn't have any doors. 
Well, it has little wafers that yeah, look yeah, like yeah. doors, but it doesn't have any heat, doesn't have any air conditioning, doesn't have anything that you'd get in like a, a like a like a four thousand dollar Japanese K truck that would be narrow enough to get down the aisles at Mid Ohio, have room for some of your friends, and air conditioning, and a big fucking bed. Do you know, see how much cargo capacity is in this thing? Squat douches, Chris would say. That's what I said. If you're handicapped, bring None. bring your garden tractor. Bring a garden tractor. You can ride right. it anywhere you want there. You know what you could bring? Your, your handicapped scooter. Yeah. The booby bouncer was perfect for the, that. Right. But the, I guess my ultimate point would be in all these things is AMA tried to have a rule a few weeks before the event that said no side-by-sides. And the reason for that is in the swap meet, yeah. the aisles are very narrow. And we had a problem in our booth last year where we had a side-by-side trying to go past another side-by-side in the swap meet. And they got locked into each other. Their tires got locked into each other because they're so fucking wide. This thing is wider than any Honda Civic. And so they all are. So, And, and I don't mean to stereotype too yeah. much. But it seems like, and this is not a generalization of all these side by side. However, but the guys that like heard the disc, like nobody wanted them there, and the guys that brought them, right, seemed like they, their attitude was like "fuck you" and "fuck you" for sure. And like because of that, they were being more assholey with their fucking side by side. They were, and they were doing it absolutely on purpose. right. So, Cinch, did you? Uh, teach him a lesson. No, but we started the thing that whenever they drove by, we all started going, Shame! Shame! And, and I, I, I can confirm that happened. Yes. Yep. Uh, there was a lot of shaming of the side-by-sides. <laughs> well, because they did seem to leave trouble in their wake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is a motorcycle thing. The American Motorcycle Association, it's hard to justify why you need a $32,000 bro-dozer. See, right. some of those are utes, though, too. Like a Kawasaki Mule right. would probably be okay because it's kind of like, it's it's not... It's a narrower format. Not it's more wide. akin to a, a lightly widened golf Maybe cart. Maybe what they need to do for next year yeah. is just say, listen, you can bring whatever you want, but it can't be wider than six feet so or they five feet have or a some sign. shit like that. They, they made a concession. They had a sign in the swap meet right of going into the side the swap meet that said no side by sides right. in the swap meet or four right. by fours or four by fours. No four by fours or side by sides in the swap meet. But I can assure you that many carnages were created. Many troubles were had as a result of side by sides. And it, it's very hard. Even if you're the, even if you're the most hardcore core side by side enthusiast to kind of explain why a vehicle that's designed to conquer Moab at a hundred miles an hour needs to be used at a place where the maximum speed you're ever supposed to be going is 12. Right. Yeah. Right. It's too much car for or the job. when you go down the lane of camping and every other human right. being has to move 10 feet out of the way because problem. stupid too. ass is right. coming that's, down. Right. Old and school trikes, that's fine. It, look, there's a lot of things that are fine, but I do see, and I understand that idea or I understand that we just don't need this here. It's way, way, way overkill. And not for nothing, but... Let's just say for the sake of interest that um, Chris is going to go to his Coon Dog Nationals show, right? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So he's going to go to the Coon Dog Nationals show because he wants to go look at Coon Dogs, right? And that's a whole thing. People do this all the time, and it's a big, big deal. If he goes to the Coon Dog Nationals show, he doesn't go to the Coon Dog Nationals show with his Bigfoot monster truck, which will cause a giant disturbance every, every fucking goes. Because Bigfoot monster trucks got nothing to do with coon dogs. Not even a little bit. And likewise, if you're going to go to an RC car convention and you show up at the RC car convention, right? And you show up there and you've got your monster truck. Well, that's kind of odd too because you have nothing goddamn to do with RC cars. Right. So that makes no fucking sense. 
And if you insist on having your monster truck as being your means of transportation to get from your camper to the pits or your camper to the swap meet instead of walking, because I've heard many people say, well, my side-by-side is my pit bike. Then you have a very hard time identifying things. Then your brain is like little five-year-old, four-year-old kids go, one of these things is not like the other, right? And a pit bike and, uh, you know, a 475 horsepower side-by-side are not the same thing, especially when the lanes are only eight feet wide. It's just a dick move. That's, it is I mean, a dick just move. Straight it's up, a it's just move. a dick move. It's yeah. people that are like, I'm fucking cool. I'm yeah. cooler than everybody else. I spent all this money. And, fuck you. And I spent $30,000 and you're going to appreciate it, motherfucker. Yeah. And that's all it was. And that was the deal. I had more fun watching the guys that took a dually, put tarps in the dually and filled it full of water. So it was a rolling cold tub. Yeah. A rolling swimming pool. Now that's hilarious. That's funny. And they weren't trying to power down the lanes and they weren't trying to do anything. They were at less than a walking pace. And oh, they, they were, did it once. Right. And, and they it was, did it once. It was to promote the captain, Correct. letting him know that it was going to open and up. And the show's soon. about to open. Yeah. And yeah. I thought it was brilliant, and they didn't, they didn't run that anymore. So, again, that's my take. You might not like it. Um, I do think that it's completely inappropriate. You know, I mean, like, and here's the thing. If, if the side-by-side guys were right. smart, they would have got together and been like, hey, let's get there and be cool so that nobody can be mad at us. Exactly. But instead... Or let's let's do this. Let's have side-by-side land. Yeah. Right. So let's yeah, go way over... Out there. Let's go yeah. to turn six. Let's go over into Ewok Village. Yeah. And let's make that side-by-side side by side a stand. Yep. And we make that side-by-side <laughs> side a stand. And it's like all your side-by-sides are welcome here. Yeah. And you guys can have your side-by-side party over there. Well, that's what I'm saying. They could yep. have showed up. They could have yeah. done that. They could have made a good showing yep. and been considerate and not asshole-ish. Yeah. But, but the, instead... Part of the problem, I mean, not part of the problem, but part of the situation is this. Right. Where we are camped yep. is right down the street yep. from the happening corner. Yes, right. it is. So the whole of AMA... Yep. Is taking a roll down our avenue... Right. Absolutely. ...to come see what's going on. Right. So mm-hmm. we're, you know... and. I, it doesn't bother me too much. It's right. kind of fun to see the whole parade of fucking... Yep. The parade of stupid. Of bullshit. That's why we camp there. But yep. it does get to be a little bit annoying when this big fucking thing is like running people. Not yep. running. I mean, literally running people. But it's like, hey, that's not here. So the other thing we noticed is that there was a the corner that always yep. gets mucked out. Right. The side-by-sides were taking... The easy lane. The nice lane. They were taking the nice and lane. And all the water shit that was on yeah. the corner were le- left for the actual riders. People actually walking. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. the side-by-side yeah. were on the well, nice the part of the fucking lane. The water there was two feet deep. I went through it nine times which, on the, tra- on the Hunter was, Cub, and I yeah. loved it, but you're you're not kidding. The side-by-sides were taking the high, dry ground because yeah. they didn't want to get their stereo wet or whatever Fuckers. else they got going on. But I just yeah. know what. Well, you also did it on the WAP, which looked like a jet ski because it was parting the water. The WAP or the WAP? The WAP, again, it wins great, my Great change of subject. It wins Thank my you. vote every year for my favorite mid Ohio vehicle because yeah. that is the sexiest little Italian scooter. Yep. And apparently you can't stop it. No. So, yeah, I love that it little It parted bike. the sea. I was very happy to bring it home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that little, that mud hole, that two foot deep water hole yeah. was stalling out so many vehicles. And I looked oh, at yeah. where the air intake is on the WAP and it's right down on the cylinder shroud. Like that thing, <laughs> that bike should have been swamped out several <clears throat> times, but it was too angry to stop. It was too happy to be out playing in mid Ohio. <laughs> a bike can suck a little water. But It'd be fine. As long as you're spark, if you got a good spark plug cap. Yeah. yeah. Don't we know about that sleepy? Uh, yeah, top tip say. for monkey John. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Boy, that was a case. We fixed it. 
you get a little moisture involved in that. That uh, so so everybody talk about what y'all bought because I didn't buy shit. I sold everything almost. Yeah, Sleepy was asking that who bought a bike. Now Oscar, Oscar took one bike. Yep, one bike. Mm. What'd you take? CT one ten. Yeah, took his trail one ten. Yep. Now it's not stock anymore. No, no. It's just lightly modified. Lightly modified. Got a Tastefully. nice suspension under it. Yeah, yeah right. got the body seat and stuff. This this was the year of the CT. Fucking oh everywhere. I have not seen that many fucking CTs in one place ever. Like, everywhere. Talk about trail. Uh, insane <laughs> how <laughs> many Pocalypse. trails were there. <laughs> Old ones, new ones, yeah. blue ones, 70s, yellow 90s, ones, red ones. Intense, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. And... Also, the new Hunter Cub. Oh, yeah. Uh, last year, I was the only person there with a Hunter Cub, and all the old men went crazy. I couldn't yeah. go to the bathroom. There were a stop lot of those times. fucking things everywhere. There were four or five hundred of them. Yeah. 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 I got sick of looking at chubby chubby Hunter Cubs. Yeah. So true, man. So true. Uh, millions of those fucking things. But that had to be the most popular new bike of mid-Ohio. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By far. 100%. So that was something. But, yeah, you took your trail, and you did not get a buyer. I got a couple we got a few people, people calling in and just trying to, yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll take my ball and back home and fuck, right? you, fuck you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. There was no offer that you got that you should have taken. Right. Not, there was not a single, yeah. single offer that you it was kind of had serious thrown your way. Right, right. That should have been taken. Because every offer you got kind of sucked. Yeah. And I was like, no. So do you know no. if uh, Nick got any offers on his uh, his dream that well, he picked up? Oh, that, oh, boy. Oh, yeah. boy. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Oh, boy. Nick Nick had a rough weekend. Nick oh, had a rough boy. Rough he, doesn't, he doesn't like vintage bikes anymore. No. I wish he was here to defend himself. Yeah. yeah. I really I'm, not, I'm not talking against Nick. No, we're not no, either. No, no. no I'm just, relaying what he said to all of us. Yeah. He had a tough... Tough. He, he like, had a tough time. There's well, just no getting around. It. On Thursday, <laughs> is, that, is that two toughs? Boy, he tough, couldn't. Tough. He couldn't find a break. Nope. Yeah. I mean, he just could not catch a break. When we got there on Thursday, he tried to win Mid Ohio by one. Yeah, he did. He said, "I'm going to have 57 beers and all this other yeah. stuff," and he was in a great mood. At about and, then, and then you sent a uh, text message saying, "I don't know." He <laughs> lost his phone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He lost. And his Nick phone. is fucked up. Oh, yeah. Nick yeah, was yeah, pretty yeah. fucked up. Nick yeah, was he pretty was. fucked up. Yeah. Well, Nick had a lot of pressure because he had to get his bike together, his, his Rally 200. That was a sleepy move. Uh, that wasn't me. I know, but it came. Yes, oh, it okay. was. I, I said it was a sleepy type move. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, he had to get his Rally 200 knobbies and everything else. He hmm. had to get it dialed for tech inspection and um, sign in for the hair scrambles. So how did he do it? He got hammered. That but, was but perfect the, thing. The trick is... The hair scrambles had over 350 entrants. Yeah, it was big. Has you ever been in a race that had 50, 350 people starting the race? Holy fucking hell, with man. With like hodakas that were like louder than a fucking <gasps> diesel truck with oh. no like... My <laughs> God, man. So <laughs> when they did the, the Thursday night business, they were like, what was the Thursday night? You had to go and get your bike teched? No, he had an option of that day or the next day. Right, so right. the Thursday yeah. night was the first option to get your bike teched. Yep. And he... He judiciously did not <laughs> Chose to wait till Friday. <laughs> yeah. He, he waited. And yeah. then Friday morning, I was a little worried he's going to sleep in and miss it. But John was sleep? up and I, I was up, you know, and we were up. 7 a.m. 7 a.m. Yep. And uh, you don't have much options. There. Nope. 
Uh, but he was up and he looked a little brighter eyed and a little more bushy tailed and he decided to go. Good morning, mid Ohio. Okay. Now, no, sleepy. That's not how it goes. (laughs) Okay. Friday morning. This is how it goes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Check. (laughs) One, two. Check. One, two. Hey, Dave, is this on? Can you hear it? I can't hear it. Can you hear it? Can you can check? <laughs> One, two, check. And then it went silent for three minutes. But that was at 625 a.m. Yeah, yeah. 625. For three to five minutes. Now, everybody's awake because that was all at 170 decibels. Woof. Oh, not not no, you, not Dan. Me. Not Dan. No. no, God, no. Dan had Jesus' own earplugs in. My favorite was Sunday, though. It's oh, seven. hold on. Okay. So then after that sound check, that world's worst mic check, <laughs> maybe 10 minutes later, whenever he's just now falling back to sleep again. Okay, well, let's try it now. Let's see if it works now. Did you get that plugged in? All right. Can, can you hear it over there? Because I can't hear anything. Are you getting any feedback on that? Or really? Hold on. <laughs> no, you're gonna, you're gonna, I don't think we got anything yet. And meanwhile, people are shouting from their tents. We can hear it's you. It's on, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but this PA system had reach, like oh, yeah. miles yeah. of reach. It was okay. probably a hundred fucking loudspeakers all yeah. over the. It's all and the it was everywhere. wired into every loudspeaker at Mid Ohio, so there was a two second delay. Whose unit was this? This was Mid Ohio's unit. Yeah. When they who, raced, who tied into that shit? The, the the motocross track had brought their own tree of speakers. So they had a tree of some beautiful amplification hanging from the sky, but they also had plugged into the main line. So they were plugged into the mains. So that was going literally to every speaker in every corner of all of the Mid-Ohio sports car course, the entire planet. Lexington got a wake-up call. Seriously. And then the guy goes, "Um, uh, I I, I think it's going out. Out, out. Oh, did you hear that echo? That's weird. I'm like, yeah, because that echo's coming in from literally two miles away. Yeah. That's why there's a delay. And then he goes, all right, uh, hit it, check it again. Check. One, two, 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 two. I think it's on. And then he got quiet again. And you all fell back asleep. And then it was like, check. One, two. All right, everybody. It's... Friday, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and Friday, uh, we're gonna do some uh, today's we're gonna do a is that a hair scramble today? Uh, so get your bikes down here. It was the worst fucking guy on the mic ever. The dude Sunday it was awesome, was awesome. Yeah. Well, Saturday was good. Saturday, he did the good morning, okay. Ooh. Right. Good morning, whenever you know, Ohio. Ohio. Yep. Right. Sunday I was like kind of heard it on Sunday, but not the other day. Oh, dude, Sunday, Sunday was great. He was like Sunday. It was like he wakes up. He's like, "Good morning, Mid Ohio. If you're still alive, you've made it to Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah. You survived Mid Ohio weekend. Yeah, there's going to be church services down here by the Quonset, <laughs> and you know a lot of you need it. Yeah, <laughs> he was great, and he was rocking. So it was a totally Shed different show. person than yep. it was Friday. Yeah. Yep. Whoever listened to the train wreck that was Friday. Friday morning's announcement, 
by popular decision, they murdered that guy. Yeah, I was going to say, there, yeah. there was about to be pitchforks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh and if, you, if that guy would have been walking around with a shirt that said, I was the morning guy on Friday morning, he would have been stabbed, beaten with golf clubs. Yeah. There's no way that motherfucker would have survived. He'd have been a pinata of it's Roman probably candles. probably the same guy. No, just had there's him. no way. Yeah. There's no way. The guy on Friday morning had straight up stage fright. Yeah. yeah. The guy on Saturday and Sunday morning was part of the punk rock corner. Yeah, he was so He was he, like Robin Williams. He was like, you know, last night's <laughs> punk rock show was real good. We had to keep it down under 100 decibels because of the law. But you know what? We had a good time anyway. Thanks yeah. for coming out, folks. Yeah. He was great. He yeah. rocked the mic. I feel like, can we volunteer for that? I know. Well, do we really need to? Yeah. So that was great. And Man, that was we can build our own system. Yeah. yeah. Again, just a proper effective use of a good quality bullhorn to respond to that guy Friday morning. Yeah. I would have walked to wherever he was with a bullhorn, walked up to him behind him very quietly and stuck it in his ear and blown his fucking head up. What's your he, name? Tony. Fuck you, Tony. Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> that dude was terrible. And 40 minutes early. Yeah. Like, it's one thing if you're going to wake everybody up at 7 o'clock, and that's the ritual, that's and that's what you do. Yeah. Because otherwise, the two-stroke alarm clock's going to go off anyway. Yeah. You expect so you're fine. You right. expect it. Right. I started coming down on Haley for firing up the SSR. Yeah. And then she was quick to point out, oh, he's fucking doing a sound check. I'm right. like, hey, hey, hey. you got me well, on that you know one. What? And our neighbor, yeah. our neighbor, Captain with, uh, with uh, H2, H2 yeah. fucking mini bike, yeah. it was yeah. like 658, and he was like, <laughs> 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 That guy's got one trick in his quiver. Yeah. That dude has one arrow in his quiver and he breaks it out. Me and Oscar were talking about, we're like, does yeah. that thing really need to rev like that? He brought out the Spider-Man shirt this year. Yeah, he did. Mm -hmm. So he put on the Spider-Man shirt and that's a 400cc triple or whatever, 350 yeah. or 400cc triple. But it's in a mini bike frame type thing and that's fun. And he put a wheelie bar yeah, on it, which cool. is probably it's cool. smart. It's a cool, it's really nice it's a really cool well concept. Well done, the whole thing. But that is a one trick pony yeah, right yeah. there. You know, that's that's the only thing in the back of that van is that bike. Yeah, you're going to do two inch wheels and make noise. Yep. Cinch. Yep. Fair tell, game. Me, tell me about Harley Bob. Oh, Harley, Harley Bob, Bob had a great time. Harley Bob did. I saw so a video. Well. I think Harley Bob did great. Yeah, he was doing. We had fun. We made fun of everything. Laughed, cried. Yeah, yeah. Shared tomatoes. That's all you got. Yeah. I mean, Harley was Bob was the stabilizing force yep. that is the great TP of weed in <laughs> Ohio. And Cromkey went to the bathroom, so he can't hear any of this. But it is no joke. Bob is there for the event. Bob is a team player of the highest oh, yeah. order. Did he cool ride guy. anything? Yeah, he rode uh, Dan CB. Uh, oh, he did. Oh, a little SSR. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. SSR. That's right. And I mean, I brought him a bike. And announcement to anybody who was at Mid-Ohio. We're looking, I think, for the CB hat. No, he so got it. He, he got, got the CB hat Somebody back. posted it back. Yeah, it fell nice. off, so they found nice. it. So he got nice. his hat back. Yeah, yeah. He got his hat back. Yeah. It, it, was, it was everything Crump he wanted back. it to be. So if you guys weren't, uh, I'm going to go ahead and pull dude. that up. So to give you an idea of what all happens at Mid-Ohio, this is the barrel racing. Well, and not only that, but those guys didn't know each not other. Not one, but two jet skis, two, two wave runners. With wheels. Fucking sea dudes. With scooters underneath them, right? Jeez. And they're in the barrel racing, beating the crap out of each other on sea dudes <laughs> with motors underneath them. Yeah. And if you are looking for, and you want to know, like, how do I find this interesting thing? Type in Mid-Ohio Mayhem into your uh, browser device because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, two dudes going after each other on jet skis with motorcycles underneath them. Yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. Could not, could not possibly, um, could not possibly have a complaint about that. It's just beautiful. Yeah, it was Perfect. good. It was Absolutely. Good. 
So, so Kromke's back. So Kromke's back. And the reason we wanted to talk about that was that your TP of your TP, nature's TP, you were truly the ambassador to our reservation. Like if we were, if, if we were the FEMA campsite, you were the gatekeepers because in order to get to our FEMA rescue tent, you had to first pass through our ambassador's TP, which meant you probably had to smoke the peace pipe because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, there was no shortage of hospitality. No, it was epic. And you guys did a great job. Uh, if you needed a little medicine, <laughs> if you needed to get in touch with your spirit animal, uh, the teepee was perfect. That teepee was so cool. Uh, I brought 52 uh, burritos. You did? And, and uh, <laughs> I, had, I, I came home with three. Damn. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. There is... Them all. No, not just me, but I, you yeah. know, I... People were kind of hungry, so yeah. I had a burrito out or yeah. two, and you know, it was uh, nice. You was, worked a deal for your okay, so well, we'll I did. Well, yeah, no, that's fine. That's okay. All right. So yeah, so I, tell us more. So I, I got a uh, a 1972 RV 90. Right. I've wanted one ever since I rode Johnny Chrome's back like a million years ago. Oh yeah. Thing. I've mm. always been eyeballing it, but yeah. it's always I always want one, then I forget about it, then I want one, and I forget about it. But a couple of weeks ago, I saw this guy said, hey, I'm bringing this one to mid-Ohio. And he seemed like a pretty cool fellow. Did he seem cool, Sleepy? <laughs> he seemed all right. He seemed all right. It'd be really cool if you did. Yeah. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> so I messaged him and I said, hey, I might be interested in your bike, blah, blah. We got to talking. He had some common interest. He likes burritos and tomatoes and things like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. And yeah. so I, I floated a few bills, a few burritos, and uh, right. maybe a jar of tomatoes. And, and uh, yeah. Yeah, now I have an RV90. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Wow. It paid off. Wow. I was everywhere I went. <laughs> we remember a couple of years ago where you talked about a cold beer is currency at Mid-Ohio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Apparently, apparently the green gods have smiled on Mid-Ohio. Yeah. Did you hear that? Some, somebody, I, I know they were being facetious, but um, on Monday on the, on the vintage days uh, boards, Somebody said, like, I think Mid-Ohio was overrun by skunk this weekend. <laughs> yes. I said the same. Like, anywhere you went, you were like, did somebody just run over a fucking polecat? Like, anywhere you went, you're like, wow. Wow. Nature is strong here. Yeah. I expected to see Pepe Le Pew walking yeah. through at any moment going, hey. Hey, mon chéri. Mon chéri. Pardon. Yeah. Pardon my, pardon my odor. It was so stanky. One of the, my favorite parts of the whole, not the favorite, but one of them, uh, me, Dan, and Harley Bob were by the TP enjoying a burrito. And, uh, and, and, and Bob goes, hey, man, there's some satellites up there. And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> but there really were. The Starlink satellites were going over. <laughs> Wow. And there you were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we think it was the Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Did we check that? Did yeah. we see the yeah. effect of the burritos? Yeah. 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 I have a picture to prove it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the blurry wiggly thing that you're telling me is a satellite. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Basically, it's the Sasquatch picture of fucking satellites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give Harley Bob a little bit of credit, though. Yeah, no, he was oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it yeah. was so, it was so, so. Uh, I had to self-medicate on after my stitches, yep. so I didn't want to go too hard, because I know that if 
the only thing worse than getting stitches in your asshole is, you know, all the things you have to go through to get stitches in your asshole. Your friends got to see your asshole, right? Um, you got problems, right? You have a lot. Your problems are numerous and they line up and they just keep stacking up on top of each other. But it's also a really bad part of your your anatomy to have fucked up if you like riding motorcycles. Yeah. Because there ain't no way to sit on a motorcycle without fucking like right. making the situation worse. And you damn sure can't throw your leg out in a hurry. Mm-mm. All right. You can't really do anything. You can only in the ride so long on your right cheek. Exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was doing. I was favoring my right butt cheek, you know, because of where the crevice was. And that part of my body that had, you know, 10 stitches, two on the inside, eight on the outside, holding everything together. That part of my body is a part that is in a, it's in a pinch zone, right? Mm-hmm. It's a bad spot. So I tried riding around a little bit to be part of the team in spirit and take a few laps of the barrel racing because I love it. Mm-hmm. And it hurts so bad, but I was terrified if I threw my leg out because barrel turn barrel racing is all left turns, right? Oh, yeah. So if I threw my left leg out for a turn, you know, it would just pull the fucking stitches out. Yep. And then guess what you are? You're the asshole that had to go get 10 more stitches in your asshole. Yep. And, and you lost the race. And you lost the race and you're bleeding all over everybody. And, <laughs> yep. and like, I've never had to get stitches on top of stitches before, but I'm sure it's ugly because they got to take the old stitches mm-hmm. out. So long and short. They say, where the fuck did you get these first stitches? Yeah, we did this one. Exactly. And so anyhow, and a plus, you know, pulling stitches out, has got to be ugly, right? So I don't worry about the scars, but I was just worried about the downtime. <laughs> so after a few laps of barrel racing on the TNT 135, but now who's going to see that scar? Nobody. <laughs> Well, no, y'all are next year. Yeah, Game yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going to see that scar. Get used to it. I might get a tattoo there. So, uh, <laughs> scar, showing your 2022. Yeah. But here's what, here's the reason I wanted to say it because I'd be willing to sign it. If there, John could sign uh, it. Damn. I only did a few laps and it hurt and it hurt mm. bad. And when it hurt and it hurt bad, but I didn't pop a stitch, I was kind of like, fuck that dumbass. You got to settle down. Yeah. So I went back to camp. Mm-hmm. I had a, a, be- a burrito. Um, so I went back to camp and I got fucking stoned. (laughs) Was Bob there? I had, yes, but I had, I had an edible that I knew I, I had an edible that I knew wasn't working. So I had this edible and it clearly wasn't working. So after about an hour, I was like, this edible's broken. Uh, I need to. Go in enough, and I had step up. So I had some tincture. So I had some, you know, medicinal. Was the edible from Bob? Yeah, it was. And I had some tincture. So I had a little bit of tincture, and I was like, okay, well, you know, these are all, you know, basically all of these were, you know, indica flavored um, (laughs) things. So I was like, this is exactly what I need. Yep. And so I had the tincture, and. that was broken. That didn't work. So the tincture was broken. So about an hour later, somebody came by with something that smelled fantastic. And I was like, you know what? I had a little bit of bourbon that one of our podcast listeners brought that was beautiful, delicious, wonderful bourbon. So fucking good. And I had some of that. And then I was like, okay, I'll just have a few hits on this, you know. And apparently at that moment, the Allison one, the Allison, you know, the rabbit hole effect hit. And the rabbit hole hit. And you go. Fuck me. Chasing rabbits. I was incapacitated. It was insane. And people are like, let's go down to watch the burnout pit. I walked down to the burnout pit. 
Don't remember any of it. it was, <laughs> I felt like I was walking down the tunnel of light from the $6 million man episode. And so, you know, I get all the way down to the other end. I'm at the burnout pit for about 30 seconds. Couldn't handle it. Lost my mind. Fucking walked back down to the camp. And I think that walk back down to the camp took two hours. Oh, yeah. Because I stopped and saw Bob on the way because I had to walk past the teepee. Fuck that teepee. <laughs> Bob's like, "Are you sure you're okay?" And I'm like, "I'm fine." And Bob's like, "You're not fine." <laughs> Bob, Bob threw me under the bus so hard, and he's like, "You know, Phil, you should probably just go sit in a chair and watch the world go by." That's what Bob said. He's like, "You know, yeah. Phil, you should probably." And his Bob delivery, he nailed it. Yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go." He goes, "Get a good chair. Get a good, comfortable chair. Yeah, and I'll come relax. and check on you in a half an hour." Wise words. Never saw him again. And in about <laughs> in about 17 hours later, everybody came back from the burnout pits <laughs> with fireworks. It was epic. Yeah, it was, was fantastic. It was so good. And I didn't drink. Like I, I drank nothing. So. Saturday morning, I felt like a million bucks. Dude, that was every day. So this was my first year and not having you guys. You pulled Irish goodbye, too, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, it's like, everybody's like, where's Phil? I'm like. No, do you know where I was? He's not here. He's probably sleeping. No, I wasn't sleeping. I was sitting in my good camp chair. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting in my good camp chair between your trail, between your camper and my setup. Yeah. And I was just sitting there watching everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It was fantastic. All, all quiet, peaceful. I had myself backed up against the fence so nobody could sneak up on me. Because, yeah. you know, you get a little weird. And I had since I had my back to the fence and I was totally cool, I just sat there and I just watched you guys. And it was amazing. And I heard you saying, like, where's Phil? And I was like, if I say something, they'll come over here. And I don't want them to come over here. So I just stayed invisible. Yeah, I was there till three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was was great. I was California sober the whole weekend. Yeah, and it was fucking great. Getting up at six thirty, fucking making (laughs) breakfast, fucking everything. (laughs) But I'll say this: on Saturday night, yeah, I ate so many burritos that I became sober. Oh, I, I went around the circle yeah. and then came back. You broke on through. <laughs> I did. <laughs> like, I was like, oh. I think I'm going to go take a shower. <laughs> I have nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, you know, Phil, Bob's edibles are made out of the part of the burrito that's left over after you're done with it. Yeah. Them. So it's like. Ah. It was, it, you know what? I, I, sense. I actually, I feel bad for ever accusing Bob of having broken edibles. It's a delayed fuse. Yeah. But it was such a delayed fuse, mm-hmm. and it was so... Oh, well, and he was telling me, so, like, basically, he takes enough uh, um, meat to make... There you go, what, Chris. What normal people would be, it'd be, like, 100 burritos, yeah. but he makes 30 no. out of that 100. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. I don't want to see that. Yeah, no. there you go. Just a little chicken meat hanging out for you. If you uh, if you thanks. put if you put like a little curly hair at the top of it, it might you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Liza was saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what yeah. she said about my blow up thing. What? She, she was in love with my green blow up. Oh, you're, well, yeah, you're, you're that too. But no, she was saying seat. the same thing yeah. to, to Phil about that. Oh yeah. boy, yeah. want to hear a joke? I always want to hear a joke, Chris. <laughs> a couple, oh, 78 years old. Went to the sex therapist's office. The doctor asked, what can I do for you? The man says, well, will you watch us have sex? The doctor looked puzzled but agreed. The couple finished. The doctor said, there's nothing wrong with the way you have sex, and charged him $50. 
This happened several weeks in a row, and the couple would make an appointment, have sex, no problem, pay the doctor, and then leave. Finally, the doctor said, just exactly what are you trying to figure out? We're not trying to find out anything, the husband replied. She's married, we can't go to her house. Uh. I'm married, we can't go to my house. The Holiday Inn charges $90, the Hilton charges 108 we do it here for 50 and I get 43 back from Medicare. No. <laughs> nice. That's it. Sorry. That's um, fantastic. Shit joke, but there you go. Hey, to back that one up, so there was a study that recently came out, and it said that most Japanese men have sex three times a year, where most American men have sex three times a week. The biggest shocking part about this is I never knew I was Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> So everybody knows we talk about the Mid-Ohio. One of the experiences about the Mid-Ohio is the Unicorn Girls, right? Yep. And so the Unicorn Girls, they were kind of off the radar this year. We didn't see them. Yeah, everybody was looking for them. Harassing us and hassling us and all that kind of stuff. The Unicorn Girls were just AWOL. I just, we didn't know where they were. And uh, it got to be a little kind of like a little weird. You're like, where the hell are the unicorn girls? And uh, well, eventually, you well, just. Well, there were imposters. There were older ladies trying to be unicorn. Oh, Haley. Oh, yeah. And Liza had yeah. got and brought mm-hmm. unicorn helmets and little dress up outfits. Liza's mm-hmm. not a young lady. No, but they were doing it in the tribute to the unicorn girls, right? Right. right. So it was a tribute to the unicorn girls. But if you hung out at the race, if you hung out at the bail races, Sure as shit, the unicorn girls showed up. And the unicorn girls showed up. And the girl now, I think she's 14 or 15 years old. She's the one seated on the motorcycle. And uh, the unicorn girls showed up and they were rocking the fuck out <laughs> on a CRF 50 automatic motorcycle, no clutch. Lapping right? everyone. And, you know, in the back straight on the barrel races, there's a bit of a bump. There's a bit of a little jump in there. And these girls would hit that jump. And when they hit that fucking jump, the whole bike would go in the air. Mm. And the girl on the back who has no pegs and wearing shorts and vans. You see what she's wearing there in the picture. She's wearing, you know, little little shorts, little nylon shorts. And her legs go flying in the air. And she's holding on to her sister for dear life. And the sister's legs go flying in the air. And their seats, their butts are eight inches, ten inches off the seat. And they land it. And they land it just in time to dive into this fucking wicked berm. I mean, the, the hook on that turn, you get down into that crevice and you can just slingshot out of it. Well, it's so low. I can't believe their pegs don't Me grab. too. And they're yeah, hitting it, was, it yeah. every single time. 300 laps. Nobody could fucking catch them. Nope. They're so fast. And if you did try to take them, yeah. they'd fucking put you out. Oh, oh. There's no. elbows getting thrown. There's elbows and legs getting thrown and everything. I got people bouncing off me left, right, I swear right I saw the tall one chewing tobacco. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so we got, we got our we got our photo taken with the unicorn girls. It's so much fun, but we talk about unicorns and unicorn sightings. So it turns out that one of our podcast listeners, who was down in Costa Rica, Paul Kelly, Paul Kelly sent us. He's a Patreon, and he sent us a unicorn sighting. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, I'm impressed because Paul Kelly sent us the picture of an actual. Real, honest to God, living, breathing Honda unicorn. And here it is, folks. I'm going to pull it up so we can all see it and worship it. There it is. That is, in all of its radiant splendor, a Honda CB160 unicorn. Huh. So these markets, <laughs> these these markets like where Moeen was talking us talking to us about Pakistan, right. where mm-hmm. every motorcycle that gets brought into Pakistan has a two hundred percent tariff, 
Well, when Merritt and I were down in Costa Rica, we noticed that all the motorcycles seemed to be on the, well, affordable side of things. And that's because this bike, in fact, is a Costa Rica market bike. And it's huh. a CB160 unicorn. Don't look bad as hell. And that's a unicorn. Yeah, that's all pretty the interesting. All are named after animals. That's a real one. Yeah. All right, changing a little bit of subject before uh, Phil gets back. I thought there was a, a, a fairy sighting as well. And uh, I mean, it's not a unicorn, but I think uh, there was a bourbon fairy in the, Mid-Ohio. Yeah, <clears throat> bourbon fairy was in Mid-Ohio. Yeah. What? Well, it came together, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, for a lot of people, let, let me just give the bourbon fairy story. Okay. Uh, because there is actually a story, and it, and it actually dates back to way what, back when. What did it start? Yeah. So way back when, in mid-Ohio history, I used to be the VJMC field rep. So we oh, would, we would okay. actually camp out. Well, they let us. We used to camp out right by our exhibit in the infield, and that got kind of boring, I mean, just because you're not around any action. So we would then jump on a bike or something, and we'd go visit some of our friends or something. But we'd grab a bottle of something special. Hmm. And so, you know, late at night when we were looking for something to do, we would just cruise around and, hey, there's a campfire. So we'd roll up, jump off our bikes, be like, hey, guys, you want to try some of this? Whatever we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was sort of a thing that we used to do all the time. Kind of got away from it. You know, friends change, things change and everything. But then, like last year, yeah. coming back after no mid-Ohio and COVID and everything, we were sitting around, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck let's it. Go, let's go bomb yeah. some campsites. Oh, so. you said, come with me. And I said, yes, okay. Yes, I remember that. And yeah. then I didn't know what we were doing, and then all of a sudden, you're like, let's go give bourbon to people. And I was like, this is a great idea. So I grabbed a bottle of bourbon, and I'm like, let's go let's go find, mm. let's go go find, see what's going on out there in mid-Ohio campground. Yep. And just rolling up on people. Hey, how you doing? Where are you from? I'm, my name's John. I'm from Cleveland. Nice what, to meet you. Where you want some bourbon? What do you got there? Bourbon? Are you kidding me? Bourbon? Yeah, sure. Have some bourbon. So And everybody was receptive and yeah, happy, and it seemed cool like a great it. thing to do. Yeah. And I think, actually, I, I'll credit you with the whole bourbon fairy idea. Yeah. You. <laughs> I think you're like, oh, you're just like this bourbon fairy that shows up out of nowhere and yep. everything, and then, you know, talking some more, and I was like, we should do this next year. We should do it, you know. So next thing you know... <laughs> There's wings, there's a tutu, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a sprayer, the sp- garden sprayer and with everything. With LEDs on it. With LEDs. That's pretty cool. But here's up. the thing, it would only work with John. Like oh, it can't yeah. be anybody else because first of all, he's six foot nine, 300 pounds, muscle oh, killer. That's not even true. But well, okay. you're a big dude. Okay. And so like, <laughs> so like a couple, like, so as this was going on, like the first few people were like pretty stoked. It was like, it was really successful. I was like, wow, these guys are into it. And it kept getting better and better. But we had a couple guys that were like, what kind of fucking bet did you lose, you know? But John's big enough that he was able to just play it and be like, I'm the bourbon fairy. Just own it, man. <laughs> and, and then it worked. Nobody wanted to fuck with that bourbon fairy. No, no. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody wanted to fuck no, with that No, no. And it worked out. And, I mean, people were happy. You provided joy to a lot of people. There's, yeah. there's a lot of people just laughed their asses off at that. They're like, and they're like, it is bourbon. It's really yeah. bourbon. Yeah. Well, the best part was, yeah, like the first day would be like a garden sprayer, and then yeah. you'd hit them with it, and they're like, holy shit, it's bourbon. But then the funny part was, and I don't know if you did this purposely or not, but the first person, you would kind of like give it to them, but not flood them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'd be like, holy shit, it's bourbon. So their buddy would be like, hit me, hit me. And then John unleashed the hose on them. <laughs> and so they were like drowning. They were like, whoa. There is something satisfying about that little freaking jet of bourbon just going. But the best, the best was the one guy that was kind of questioning well, it. And then the thing started sticking. Oh, yeah. So oh, no. 
So it hit him, and then it was like, ah. <laughs> but the best was the one guy that was kind of questioning it. And you were all like, I'm the bourbon fairy. I'm here to break your bourbon fairy. And he's like, oh, no, no. You're like, drink from the hose. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the day after you did that Friday night, and then yeah. the next day, we had that downpour on Saturday. Oh, yeah. And some people came by looking for the bourbon, bourbon fairy. fairy. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, he's in his camper right now. Leave him alone. I go walking back to our campsite, and there's like a line at the door of his camper. People coming to oh, get shit, shots from right. the bourbon fairy. Yeah. yeah, they were knocking. It was like, oh, that's the it. And then by fairy? Saturday, by Saturday, as soon as you came out, like ahead of wherever we went, uh, people, no, seriously, people were like, it's the bourbon fairy. <laughs> so we're going to try to incorporate it so that if you leave yeah. snacks out, we will come to your campsite. There you go. We got to get something out of this deal. Uh, you know? How about boobies out? Oh, that'd be nice too. Yeah, but people were really stoked you know, about people were the whole talking thing. About, yeah. <laughs> people were talking about, what other traditions can we create at Mid-Ohio? <laughs> yeah. And I'm all for the motorboat booth. Beats <laughs> 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 and bourbon. Well, we are going to we are gonna bring Not A Ramp version 2 next year. Yeah, that we're was something that was sorely missed. A lot of people got mad at us. Somebody, I saw a video, somebody stole our idea. There was a ramp somewhere else. But uh, it was not good. Not A Ramp, which that's is better fine. than no ramp. It was. It was but, no not But next ramp. year, we're stepping it up. If I have to bring a whole new vehicle to bring a Not A Ramp, I'm bringing My it. My water I, balloon game was a little bit weak. I threw some, but I usually like to get the water balloon. We did game. okay with fireworks, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Haley, Haley yeah. got to learn about how you do American fireworks she was stoked about like every single thing you brought out she was like oh my god what is this well you know what you know what ended up being fucking slid into our operation like pros yeah yeah i gotta give it to those guys they showed up and didn't freak out they didn't panic nope they didn't lock up fucking lean into that shit give me a lighter Yep. You know what's funny? You know, what, you know what? You know, yeah, the blowtorch. But you know what worked way better and actually was pretty fucking impressive was the nine thousand sparkler, sparklers lit off at one time. Oh, fuck it yeah. created the sun for a second. Yeah. It was like, oh yeah. yeah. Well, I think next year we want the bourbon fairy like to arrive in an SSR in style driven chariot. That would be oh. good. Well, and I didn't get to do a burb, uh, bourbon fairy burnout, which was sad. I don't. I but I yeah. You know, I should have done that. You know that would. We got to prepare. You gotta save something for next year. next year. Next well, year. Well, we had a, we had a, we had a, we had a proof the concept, yeah. and now we can take it to the third level. It's stuck, so now yeah. we can step yeah. it up now. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We're gonna make this good. We're gonna. I like the chariot idea of, of having him in the back on the booby bouncer and then just like kind of hauling him. So we don't have to walk. I mean, it'd yeah. make it easier. I don't mind walking. We kind of just. Mm. Up we need a parade yeah. float that we can. Ooh, <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> Got to put LEDs on the booby bouncer. Yeah. yeah oh, somebody yeah, yeah. said we could have whiskey hoti, which I thought was kind of. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people ask for tequila. A lot of oh, people, shit. If it was tequila, I'd have some, but no, no bourbon. Oh, that's not a bad idea, but that is mm. the tequila. Mm. So looking at you, Oscar, looking at me. Two flasks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I see a big go. sombrero in we your can, future. We, we can double up on the effort. Do you want the tequila you could be shots done. or you want the, the you could uh, be Oscar. Fairy? Oscar Tequote. But if you do that, you got to wear those boots with like the points that go like nine feet off your toes. Full matador outfit. Jesus. Pistoleros. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. So did anybody get footage of the bourbon fairy taking a shower? I was too busy. I was too busy holding down my fucking tent that was getting smashed. Yeah. So if anybody didn't know, it did deluge. It turned in. So all of our guests got the it full did experience. What? It deluged. Deluge. Not not deluge, but deluge. Whatever. Whatever. You know what I mean. It fucking He's not rained. Canadian. And so we we got experience a little mud Ohio like usual, but we were actually at uh, we were supporting 
Moen's, uh, Moen, um, his, his talk. And as we were sitting there, it got darker and darker. And then we heard yeah. the rumbles. Hit and the then fan. it fucking poured yeah. just down like yeah. gallons. Tell me about the summit uh, pop-up tent. Where'd oh. that come from? Uh, it's one of my work perks. I get, I get. Employed. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it was fucking a, really it was cool. A cool setup, and yeah. it survived. That one survived. My other tent, but the parts are only twelve bucks. But my other tent got pushed because the wind nice. hit. We got a micro burst, and it just pushed my tent. Yeah, in a so bit. in the middle of this torrential downpour, we're trying to hook up ratchet straps to hold Anything. down because yeah. yours was his tent slash pop up was the anchor for this whole pop-up city that we yeah, built. Yeah, we had about 15 tents connected So if we together. lost that, we lost everything. Yeah. So we got that ratchet strapped down. And then John was and naked and showering in I the rain. Naked. Oh, shit, I, I forgot about on. that. Mostly naked. You're like, yeah. this feels so good. It was all shampooed <laughs> and a fucking I'm like, I'm John. Getting, I'm, soon. I'm like, I might as well get a good shampoo in. You did. Come I on, felt John. fantastic. You look like a Cupid doll because you had it all foamed up and curled <laughs> into the center. It was first yeah, having trouble rinsing after. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, have you ever seen the videos of when like somebody's in the shower and you sneak up on them, and, and somebody just keeps putting like you're at a beach and you're trying to rinse oh, off. Oh yeah, and somebody, keeps, and somebody just keeps putting shampoo and you're like, ah, I can't <laughs> yeah. rinse it, and you're like, I I couldn't get it rinsed. There wasn't enough rain, and then finally Dan dumped some water on me. That was good, dude. I thought I was cool, Chris Smith. You like this? I thought I was the cool guy, so I brought my muck boots, right? Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, oh, Moto Ohio, fuck yeah, yeah I'll bring yeah, yeah. my boots. I'll keep my feet dry. Yeah. Um, but then my dumb ass tucked my pants into it, which turned into funnels to like direct all the water that fell into my boots. So ass. at one point, I'm sitting there because it kind of happened slow and the water was warm. I had, I had fucking aquariums for feet. Like it was literally, they ballooned out yeah. and they turned into giant 80 pound. Strategic error. Yeah. All right. We had a concept, but it didn't work out. Oh, heads up. Going to kind of wrap it up early because the gentleman's here to pick up a Daihatsu Midget Japanese domestic oh, vehicle. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Which is a very strange vehicle. But it's only four feet wide. The, the wheels are only four feet apart. Oh, you could take that to mid Ohio well, instead of a side. The problem is the truck he brought. Oh, no. It's three feet wide. Has a center open. Five feet wide. Oh. Um, uh, open so center. So we're going to have to help spot him. And make sure that he doesn't fall off. This is this is Evil Knievel, Moyen Khan, and the Circus Tightrope Tightrope Show all wrapped up in one. Nice. So we're gonna have to go ahead and folks ride fast and take chances. 